Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning. This is Father Richard Kunst coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota, Stella Maris Academy, St. James Campus, and I am right here with my co-host, Cindy Jennings. We are Yay. coming from beautiful Duluth, Minnesota on the shores of Lake Superior. So why don't we start the show with a prayer as we always do. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we ask you to be with us this morning. We ask you to be with our guests, but mostly with our listeners, that everything we say and do this day will bring us closer to your Son. We ask this through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Cindy, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? You had a picnic this last weekend. There was a picnic this last weekend in the parish. That's right. And what were you celebrating? We were celebrating the kickoff to summer. It was great. Uh Uh-huh. What else? (laughs) I had my 25th anniversary last week as a priest, 25 years. I feel like I'm old now. Well, I am. I'm among the oldest priests in our diocese. Are you serious? I'm among the, I'm certainly, I think there's only like three or four active pastors that have been ordained longer than me. Does that make you feel wiser? It doesn't make. It makes me wiser, not makes me feel wiser. <laughs> but twenty-five. Do you like that? Do you like being the older? Priest? It's weird. We have a very young presbytery in the diocese of Duluth, which is great. We have a bunch of young priests, and so to be at twenty-five, I've been that way for about the last four or five years among the oldest in the in the diocese. So that's great. So it's a it's a great uh, thing. It's not a problem. It's a great thing to have in our diocese. So yeah, twenty-five yeah, years is great. It was a Yay. great gathering. Uh, how about you? What have you been uh, doing? What have you been doing lately? Um, just purging my house, purging, cleaning, organizing. Finding spots for everything. Spring cleaning. It's wonderful. Spring cleaning. Yes. Love All right. it. Well, good. Well, it looks like it sounds like we have our guests on the line. Sister, uh, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Sister, okay, so I have two names of two different sisters. Which sister am I talking to? <laughs> so this is Sister Maria Batista. Ah, Sister Maria. Thank, thank you very much for joining Real Presence Live. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, uh, so I I'm just Mary Batista and I am Benedictine of Mary. Um, I joined at say maybe seven uh, going to seven years ago, um, and um, I would say my how how I ended up finding the Benedictines of Mary. I was just looking for um, uh, a Benedictine community, but a Benedictine community especially dedicated to Our Lady. Um, and that's what I found, um, just uh, a, a very loving devotion, um, um, going to our Lord through Our Lady. And th- that was, uh, I think that was a deal breaker for, for myself and I think for all of us. Um, Sister, and, where, are you, where are you from originally? I'm actually, uh, my, my story is a little bit complicated, but originally I'm from Kenya and then uh, my family moved to Massachusetts and New England. And then, um, having found the community, I, I ended up in the middle of America, in, in Missouri. Where, could you say that again? Where, where is the community at? The, the, sisters, the Benedictine uh, Sisters of Mary? So, 
So the Benedictine Sisters of Mary are uh, Mary Queen of Apostles. They're in uh, uh, Missouri, the mother house being in Gower, um, which is uh, just uh, in the middle of, of of Missouri. And then the daughter house is in Ava, um, which is a, a, a bit in the mountains, uh, about five hours away. Okay. How many sisters are there in the community? Um, I think right now we're about uh, 50 and 12 being at the daughter house. And that was one of the things that prompted us to make a, a new foundation was <laughs> because we were we were getting to be a little bit um, <laughs> crowded at the mother house, oh. which that's is a, a great, good thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a great problem. How many, uh, how many years, is this like a, a, a new branch of the Benedictine order? Is this a relatively new, I don't know if it is an order or not, but just a branch of the Benedictines. How long have you guys been around for? Uh, we've been around, I would say, right now for 25 years. So it is a, a, it is truly Benedictine. Um, the only difference being, um, I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Oh, and yes. No, uh, we are uh, Benedictine, and, and we're trying to live um, a, a truly authentic Benedictine life. Um, uh, but our community is especially devoted to Our Lady Queen of Ephesus, Our Lady uh, Queen of Apostles, and, and that's our um, part of our apostolate is praying for priests and um, also having a retreat house for our priests to come. Um, and our dedication to Our Lady is is specifically to that title, um, Our Lady Queen of Apostles. So all our prayers and sacrifices are offered up to our priests. And in that way, offered up to basically all all of all souls, but through the ministry of the priesthood. Sister, can you tell us what an average day looks like for you? An average day, well, um, our day is pretty much broken up uh, very nicely between um, aura and labora, so work and prayer. And um, we begin the day uh, very early at, at matins. Um, we get up first thing, we go to the chapel, and we start praying matins. Um, and af- after that, uh, we have Lord's uh, prayer and, and prime. And, and we have a little bit of collation after that. And then we start the work day, um, so we intermix prayer and work. And um, right at the, at the height of the day, we have our mass. Um, and after that, we have um, another... Uh, our small, our little hours of prayer. Um, uh, so just intermixing, having a very good balance between work and prayer. And we have a served meal um, uh, in the day, but we also have a, a reader uh, read so that we're always keeping the Word of God in our in our minds and meditating it in our hearts, just like Our Lady would do. She would keep all things in her heart. And, um, and then we do have one... Uh, hour of uh, recreation a day because we do keep um, silence the whole day except when it's necessary for work so we try and keep that uh, silence at peace throughout the day and then um, for recreation we all um, burst into laughter and (laughs) talking to each other but then uh, also uh, Lexio which is our uh, part of uh, being spiritual books and uh, mental prayer, and then we we kind of conclude the day with uh, vespers, and then compline at the end of the day, um, which is the last prayer of the night, 
um, and finishing that, we sing to Our Lady, and at this, uh, oh, I think we oh, lost we, her. We might have um, lost her. Oh, oh, sister, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Sorry. Okay. All right. No, that's all right. We have a little bit of a bad connection. So uh, you said you wake up early for matins. What time? What time of the day do you guys wake up at? Just out um, of curiosity. It's, it's around. Yeah, <laughs> it's between four, uh, four fifty to five. Okay. So usually by five, uh, around five, we are in the chapel um, starting our matins prayer. All right. Um, so when you guys say like um, you'd mentioned that you, uh, it's the aura at labora, right? The the balance of work and and prayer. So yes. is there a charism? I know you mentioned the, like praying for priests and like a retreat house for priests. Is there a charism outside of the community and outside of that that you guys do for work? No, we are um, we are we work mainly in the uh, in the cloister. So we we do not leave the uh, cloister unless it's for uh, very necessary things. Um, but uh, we are like the lungs or the heart of the church. So our our apostolate is mainly to to pray to receive those graces from heaven and pass them on to our to our priests and to the whole church by praying. Um, that said, we do we do uh, vestments for our priests. Oh, okay. So uh, that's the, so that's one of the other things we do um, is we make the vestments for our priests and um, oh, nice. I think also yeah so some altar cloths. But it's always connected um, to the priesthood. Um, we ju- it, th- that's where our, our main apostolate um, is to. To, to serve our priests and in that way serving the whole church. So I'm 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 particularly curious about that whole vestment thing because one of my parishes I'm looking at getting new vestments. So is it do you guys you probably don't have like a website or anything, do you? Oh yes we do. It's oh. it's Benedictines of Mary uh, dot org and <laughs> we would be happy to um, to to begin any any vestments. Um uh, it, it is our it is a, ble- uh, a blessing for us and a privilege to do that for yeah. the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. Yeah. So benedictinsofmary.org. Yes. Well, I'm going to check this up after the show, sister. <laughs> so do you guys use your talents to um, do kind of the same thing, or do you guys rotate responsibilities, or where would you say your talent is? Um, we do re- we rotate responsibilities. Um, uh, we we do have some sisters in the sewing room, but like an ordinary household and any other bride, you have to cook and clean, and uh, someone has to take out the trash. So we we do we do try and uh, rotate things. But there are some sisters who um, who learn a bit more in the sewing room. But then just just so you can learn how to do other things in the house, they do rotate things. Um, but, but yeah, <laughs> sister. So, sister, do you do you know how to sew? Yes, I I have spent a little bit in the sewing room. I would say. Okay. <laughs> I would say, um, yeah, uh, I, I'd say some some sisters have have better talents which are used. But I think we all uh, do play our try and try and have our own input in all the vestments. Yes. At, at least even just uh, putting in a, a stitch or two. So, you, so, so if I so if I order vestments from you guys and I say I want Sister Maria Batista's uh, sewing, would that be good? Would that be good for my vestment? No, uh, uh, maybe just not. I. Uh, oh, okay. All right. I would need. I would. I would. I would need some help. We all have our talents, so we try and help each other out. 
Yeah, sewing is a talent. You, not everybody can sew. I no. got to tell you that okay. it's right. very well, hard to that's, do. That's good to know. That's good to know. I, I'll just want to know that you did at least one little stitch or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing. <laughs> we just you put your initials by it. So. <laughs> what is the, the nice ab- thing? Is this no, go ahead, go ahead, sister. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. I'm saying I was just going to say we all, we all pray for the priests that we are making investments for. Aww. So it's not just stitching or anything we do have a particular interest um for who we're we're making the investments for and we pray for them as we stitch or so or unstitch and restitch oh he needs extra vestments i do need extra vestments he needs more <laughs> I, might, I might i might add a vestment a week sister yeah <laughs> so what is the average age look like there um i would say between 20 25, uh, I'd say it was the last time oh. we <laughs> we averaged it. Okay. Uh, so it was, we're a pretty young community. We, um, uh, <laughs> I think we'll, it'll, it'll take us a while to get <laughs> to get to our higher average. <laughs> but, but that's, that's okay. That's good. <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, you're, you're showing something that is drawing young people out of this yeah. crazy world that we're in to something more yeah. sacred and something more beautiful. Yeah, is it is a blessing. You said that the orders are on fifty years old. Is the is the uh, founder still alive? Oh, she said twenty five. Um, no fifty. No twenty five. No, oh, our, our founder. She um, uh, she no, she's not. She's not alive. Um, okay. uh, but but she did live us a, a a beautiful legacy. Um, it, Sister Almino is actually in in the book. Um, it's one of the uh, in the Brides of Christ. One of the pictures where she's being wheeled um, on a wheelchair, and uh, her novice. We call them angels who take care of of the elderly uh, sisters. Um, yeah. Well, sister, and, we'll, we'll we'll talk about the book after the break. But just just out of curiosity, really quickly, do you know? I mean, you said around twenty five years. Was it nineteen ninety eight that you guys were established? Do you know the year? Yes. Yes. It was, uh, yes, I believe it was 1998. Oh, then we have uh, some- As long as you've been a we, priest. We have something in common, because I was ordained a priest in 1998, sister, so that's great. Oh, wow. Aww. So we're talking to Sister Maria Batista of the Benedictines of Mary. I think I got that right. And we will continue yes. this conversation with her immediately after this brief break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. For centuries, healthcare has been central to the healing ministry of the church. Today's technologies offer exciting possibilities, but also serious moral questions. More than ever, we need healthcare leaders who serve with integrity and conviction. The University of Mary answers the call to prepare leaders anchored in moral courage in a breathtaking range of programs from bioethics to nursing. Visit catholicprofessional.life. Spirit of a Catholic Way Bible study. In Matthew 19, we learn about a servant whose master had just forgiven his debts. Although the servant is grateful for his master's mercy, he is unable to show the same kind of mercy towards his own debtor, even though they owed him an amount that was much smaller. His master moved with compassion for his servant, who never in a thousand years could have repaid his huge debt 
forgives all. What life-changing mercy, yet how much more mercy was shown the day Jesus came to the world to set us free from the bondage of sin and death. Through this parable of the forgiven servant, Jesus makes his point crystal clear. Forgive your enemies, family, and friends, because in the measure that we forgive and show mercy, so forgiveness and mercy will be shown us. Jesus has shown us unfathomable mercy. Who in your life needs a little mercy today? Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. Searching for more great Catholic content? Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com. Find Catholic news you can trust, information about events coming up in the local area, and the latest on what's happening at the RPR Network. And don't forget that you can listen to any of our stations around the clock from anywhere in the world. Need prayers for someone or something in your life? You can submit those through our online form for the entire family to pray for. Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. Online at realpresenceradio.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio, Real Presence Live. Father Richard Kunz here along with Cindy Jennings, coming from the Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota, on the shores of beautiful Lake Superior. And we are talking to Sister Maria Baptista of the Benedictines of Mary. And uh, Sister Maria, we've been talking a little bit about just daily life in the, in the uh, um, uh, among the order there, among the sisters there right now. But I know that there's a, um, a, a project that you guys have worked on uh, not that long ago in regards to a new book. Can you speak a little bit to the, to the book that... Um, uh, the Benedictines of Mary have produced and written? Yes, uh, uh, Brides of Christ, uh, which is just exactly what the the title is, um, is a book um, that was developed. It's, it's uh, mainly uh, pictures with a little bit of uh, poetry just going into the life, the daily life of our, a Benedictine of Mary, um, and just trying to, I guess, reveal a little bit of the mystery that sometimes surrounds the the religious life of the Benedictines of Mary, and um, it mainly does show that that we are brides of Christ, and um, as brides of Christ should should be, it's it's full of such joy and um, peace. This life of ours, and we wanted to share that with everyone, and um, I, I'm, I'm hoping that that's come across um, in the book. And it'll fill many, even young and old, with with just inspiration to to glorify God um, um, in just all the little things. Now, is it primarily like a children's book? Who's who's it? Who's the primary audience that are targeted? Um, I would say yes. It's it, it's a um, it's a children's book. But the funny things we have heard, even um, um, and older um, age group just saying how how much they've appreciated it um, because it's just a very simple book it it shows um, it shows th- that they, our daily life our, our life in prayer and just some just those joyful funny scenes that happen uh, when you're trying to do God's will and sometimes it, it just creates very funny situations um, and it shows a little a little bit of every uh, every sister like some of their um, little quirks and and just funny little things, um, but but I would say I think everyone would enjoy it. 
So who who is it? Was there one uh, sister in particular that wrote it, or is this kind of like a community uh, project? Um, it was one sister who who drew the pictures, and then we did collaborate with um, another author for the uh, words. But um, it was uh, I would say it was it was something that was kind of churning in like we, we we should have a way to share our life with everyone um, and all the experiences really um, all the experiences that the sisters have had have come into the book so you you could kind of say it's, it's generally like everyone contributed to it in, in some way shape or form now, now do you show up in the book in a particular way um, it, it, in some way that there, there is a scene with um, the the calf um, uh, kind of chewing off one of the veils of of one of the sisters on on barn on barn duty, um, and that was actually a, a very true experience. Of, <laughs> of yours? Um, <laughs> yes, unfortunately. Um, it, it was just a scene on barn. Uh, we had gone to milk the cows, and and some of the young calves they just like to start chewing on anything, and we're busy milking the cows, and all of a sudden I felt like a little tug on the back, like oh. Wow, one of the cows is <laughs> chewing on our <laughs> on, on our veil. <laughs> so just, yeah, just those little things that um, they're just funny funny things that our Lord sends to you and yeah. just to make you yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, I mean I I mean I can tell the I mean so we have uh, the handmaids of our Lord here in our uh, local church and uh, young sisters, very filled with joy. And sister, I certainly sense that with you too. There's, you know, a lot of people would, you know, maybe look at your lifestyle and your vocation and say, well, I don't understand this and how can they be happy? But the fact is, is that the most joy filled people I've ever met are sisters like you. And so it's like, maybe yeah. you can speak a little bit to the joy that's in the community there. Yes, I think um, it's, I think it's all part of doing God's will. Um, every sister who has joined and become a Benedictine of Mary is because they were following God's will. And by doing that, they found their peace. And with that, they found their joy, which is our Lord. Uh, there's, it's just the simplest thing. And you can have as many things go wrong in a day or things just not going how you expected it. But as long as you're doing God's will, you have that peace and I don't know. It's 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 a uh, it's a foundation point of true joy. There's there's just nothing else but our Lord to give you that joy and peace. Um, and I think that's what uh, resonates and is seen in in a, a true religious, a true Benedictine of Mary, um, a, a, a bride of Christ. That's <laughs> yeah, and you know it seems like it's a really good book and it, this i think was released in may how is it doing yeah. and are you guys planning on maybe doing something else like another book a follow-up um i um, it, it's been doing pretty well um uh, i'm sorry i haven't uh, kept up with the numbers myself but um right now we haven't thought too much ahead about a, a second book who we were just focusing on on, on this um the first one this brides of christ um, but we'll we'll see. I'm I'm hoping everyone is enjoying it and is is profiting from it. Um, do you ever like? We'll, do, I think, 
during the day as you're going about your business, do you ever have like a situation where it's so funny? You're like, I got to document this so that if there's another book, we yes, can put it yes. in there. <laughs> I, I, I know we have something to say. Oh yes, you that that should go into a drawing or that that's just a, a classic verdict of very things. I mean, they happen every day. I don't think I don't think even the 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 book would be able to capture all the thing all the just um, funny things and also beautiful things that happen every day. Um, and, yeah. and, and I think just to go off what you were saying earlier, sister, about how I'd asked you the, the questions about joy is that if you, if you're focused on God, you know, and you see the small things that might not be funny to some people, but when you yeah. live a life of joy close to God, small things, you see even the humor in that. Yes. And so yes, laugh- that, that is so- laughter seems to be a very common thing with the, uh, the sisters, you know, at least the younger sisters uh-huh. that I know. Yeah, yes, it is. Uh, yes, um, uh, yeah. I think I think the laughter is um, something that we're we're known very much for. <laughs> um, we do we do work a lot and and pray very much, but um, I think the laughter is just a giveaway of how exactly. how happy uh, we are in this life. What um, uh, is there Even like in a this life. is there a particular I don't is there a particular lesson that you're trying to get at with this book for people to get out of um, the book. Yes, it it is. I would say it it is to do to do everything to glorify our Lord, and in that um, you'll find your joy and peace. And also, it's to let everyone know that um, even in this book, it's just that we are here living this life to serve our Lord, to glorify Him, but also to pray for for others, to pray for all of you. Um, I think that that's particularly one thing we do. We do want to let everyone know that we are praying for you. We're trying to live this life very authentically and um, to be ha- being happy in living this life. But we are praying for all of you, and we really do mean that. Um, um, we, I, I don't know how else to ex- express it, but we are here for you also. Um, yeah. Every day, praying for you. What? Uh, which are you in the mother house, sister? No, I'm actually in um, in Ava in the daughter house, and okay. we've been here about I think uh, four years. It's been all right. And why Missouri? Just uh, out of curiosity. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it's funny. Sometimes we we think of it. Um, just trying to think of God's providence. Why he chose just the middle of America? Maybe I think he. He probably, our Lord, just wanted to send off graces from the heart of America. Um, but that—that's that, one of the theories I have. But who can who can tell God's providence? Right. Sometimes, uh, yeah. So, sis, I'm assuming, sister, that um, if somebody wanted to order the book, they do the same website. They get the vestments, right? Yeah. So you would go to uh, benedictinesofmary.org, and but also Sophia Institute Press. Oh, Sophia um, is also okay. selling. Yes, they're also selling the the book, and I think that's sophiainstitute.com. Okay. That's probably better so to buy be able it to from... Get the book. It's probably better to buy it from you guys, though, right? Since you guys probably yes, get more and then money you could also, Yes, and you could also see all the other <laughs> interesting things that are on, oh, on the website okay. and pictures, and um, yeah, and you would get to uh, know the community a little bit better, even. Yeah, 
No, that's that's great, sister. So, I mean, it sounds like you guys also part of your work is doing some farm work. Yes, we try and do. Um, it's very benedictine to try and uh, and do all this all that we can um, in our enclosure. So, yeah, so we do we do try and do the farm work uh, cows when we do have them in the garden and just pro- provide for ourselves as much as we can. What kind of animals do you guys have? Just the cows. Um, yes, at the uh, here at the foundation, we we don't have them yet, but we do have cows and chickens, and I, I think they also added some goats to uh, the mother house. <laughs> so it's becoming pretty pretty full. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you guys have a lot of when you say ora labora, a lot of labora going on there. What's, do you, have, do you, <laughs> yes. do you have any any final uh, any final thoughts or messages you want to leave with the listeners, sister? Um, I would say. Uh, just we are again. Just we are we are praying for you for, for our priests. We are offering everything up for you and and praying for you also. Um, uh, yes, that's, well, si- yeah. on, honestly, this is. Well, sisters, we we priests need the prayers more than you can imagine, yes. and so I I as a priest, I'm very grateful for that, and I feel a particular connection with you guys because. You guys were established the same year as ordained, so I feel like there's something providential with that. And I oh, ordered thank a, you very much. Oh, I ordered a book. You just ordered so the I'm book. Ordering a book. So if you, oh, you if you have a chance, you have can sign autogra- it Ooh, where you're do you, do you autograph getting, where your habits getting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so sister, if you get, see an order coming up to Duluth, Minnesota, you're going to have to sign it for for Cindy. So we've been talking oh. to sister Sister Maria Batista of the Benedictines of Mary. Sister, God's blessing on your vocation, and thank you for your much-needed prayers. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you all. Thank you. That was when we come back from this brief break. We'll be going into Straight Talk. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 